Ready to light that fire by doing the things that make you come alive? Welcome to Health Raisers, a podcast for wise women. I'm your host, Dr. Nadine. I left a soul-crushing medical career full of bad news and evolved into a joyful health integration coach, helping hundreds of women find their healthy. You're more than your dress size. Stop putting up with toxic relationships, swallowing your true emotions, and sacrificing your mental health. Stop using your body as a battlefield. You're always giving. You deserve to put yourself first, not just for your sake, but for those you love. Wise women, let's make ourselves a priority right now. It's time to raise some health together. If you're ready to take the first step, visit npkhealthintegration.com and take the free questionnaire to assess where you are in your health journey right now. And if you're ready to take a bolder step into possibility with your health journey, email me at npk at npkhealthintegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. Welcome my guest today, Vivian Shimoyama, a really remarkable, warm, generous woman. Uh, I'm fortunate to have on the show to talk about health today. Vivian is CEO of Shimoyama Enterprise, as well as an artist, entrepreneur, and advocate. Vivian, thank you so much for being here. Well, Nadine, it's such a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Marvelous. So let's get into it. I want to talk about what you think about health. So my first question for you is, when I say the phrase healthy woman, what comes to mind? You know, Nadine, is I think that what you're doing with your podcast and health raisers is really going to bring about a lot of awareness to people um, about their health. But also when I think about women, um, and I think about what I think about health as what I look at is, is healthy in mind, body, and spirit. Um, and so, you know, it isn't just one area. It is really three areas that we have to work on. And maybe it becomes second nature at some point in time. And you can help us with that through Health Raisers. Um, but right now, sometimes it seems like there's so much work to be done when I think about three areas of mind, body, and spirit. Thank you for that. What do you do in your life? And, and maybe let's talk about your relationship. How has it evolved over time with your health in those three areas? Well, over time, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I always looked at health uh, as a way that you physically are healthy. So it's about um, making sure that I eat well, uh, which doesn't always happen, but it is making sure that I eat well, um, make sure that I have some kind of movement in my life. Um, and really make sure that I physically take care of my body. Um, and that was one aspect. Um, but through time, the other parts that I've always looked at is, um, especially in all the work that I do, is making sure that my mind is sharp, um, that I'm always, I'm a lifelong learner and I'm always learning something new. And so that's the mind aspect. But the other aspect is, is the spirit aspect. And it is really about building community, being around community, being around family, friends, um, those kinds of things that really touch your soul. So I consider that to be the spirit side of mind, body, and spirit. 
Okay, so you've described your relationship with your health being primarily focused on mind, body, and spirit over the years. Have any of those areas been particularly challenging at one time or another in your life? Well, I would say, you know, I've lived a lot of years. So maybe, <laughs> yes, of course they have been. Um, and, you know, what we try to do, or at least what I try to do, is make sure I'm paying attention to all of those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, um, as I you know, I travel quite a bit, um, I work really long hours, I'm involved in many uh, aspects of my community that take a lot of energy. And so the idea of having your, especially your physical body, healthy um, really helps. Um, and uh, many of us know that through COVID times, how much we had to pay attention to that. Um, and then the other part of it is, is really making sure that, you know, on the the, the spirit side and the mind side is, you know, as I mentioned to you, is, is I'm a lifelong learner. So I'm always curious and always learning new things. So yes, I, I would say to you, is, I hope I answered your question is, is basically throughout life, those um, those three areas of my life has have, as much as I've tried to make sure that they were in sync, meaning at their optimum levels, is you know the sheer of going through the motions of life means they're impacting one area or another. And so what I do find what I have to draw on all the time is I have to draw on inner strength. I have to also draw on, on silence sometimes, and also um, people being around people that are positive and it energize you because what it does is I do find being around positive energy um, really uh, energizes all three areas of mind, body, and spirit. So you talk about community, and that's a great segue into another area I wanted to talk to you about, the balance or the relationship between community and health. How do you see that relationship in your life? Because you talked about it a little bit, and I, I, I'm curious to hear you expand upon that more. Well, you know, what's interesting is, is, you know, I consider everything that I do a part of my life's work, and I've always been very purpose-driven. And the part that community enters in is that, is the work that we do, we don't do alone, or the mm-hmm. life that we live, we don't do alone. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I found, is I found that, you know, um, when we uh, we move forward in life, what we're doing is we're bringing people along with us. And um, the part that always relates to me in my life work is is I uh, my life's work is around advancing women, girls, and people of color. And so what I find is in that work is what I have to do is I have to interact with people in the community. I have to make sure that I have uh, not only people that I'm supporting, but also people that I work with in our community that are resources um, so that they can also come on board and advance women, girls, and people of color. And and so community is such a key part of everything that I do. And it also is a way to multiply our work. And, and in many ways, so the work that I do or, or even the, the purpose of, of, of why advancing women, girls, and people of color, what it does is it, it just, the more you have in your community that know what you're doing, the more that we have um, going out there and making sure that it's not just my message, but it's something that other people internalize and they can also do according to what their purpose is. So community is very important. And now here's an ad from our sponsor. 
In the mood for coffee, tea, yummy pastries, or cool swag? My friends at Infusco have got you covered. Infusco Coffee Roasters is a cozy neighborhood coffee joint in Sawyer and St. Joseph, Michigan. Infusco stands for a healthy community. They craft irresistible seasonal drinks, sourcing local artisans' products. The flavors shine from quality ingredients, and their beans are roasted on site. They do not hide behind tons of sugar. Every time I go, I'm greeted by my name with a smile. Bad service is just non-existent. It feels like stepping into a friend's living room. They keep it personal. Old school, eclectic coffee mugs on the wall, fun merch, including stickers designed by artists, t-shirts, and sweatshirts. It's the perfect place to get to know your neighbors and chat with tourists. You will always find people deep in conversation. Special events keep it fresh. Community, health, the heart of Sawyer. That's in Fusco. I hope to meet you there. I'm also hearing that you're doing such challenging work and and such... um, emotional labor in your work, you know, the other areas that I talk about in health raisers of our health to to take care of besides mind, body, and spirit are your emotional and mental well-being as well. So how do you contend with the challenge of being present in your work, taking care of your own mental and emotional well-being while giving so much of yourself to your community? Well, that is a really great question because I don't know that I have, I can share what I do. Um, and I'm, I'm sure this is not the answer because, because <laughs> what ends up happening is, is that, you know, when we are doing our work in community and we are um, stretching, you know, I've, mm-hmm. what I find is women are good at multitasking. Okay, so I'm very good at multitasking. I'm also very good at organizing and I'm also really good at prioritizing. So those kinds of things help me in that emotional well-being, but it still doesn't stop me from um, not putting one too many things on my plate or uh, I have, I'm getting better at it over time, but many times I have difficult times saying no. You know, no mm. actually helps when we, you know, it's all the idea of prioritizing. It's all the idea of really looking at, you know, how does this fit into the number of hours that I have in my day and what is really key and important to do. And so those kinds of things as we as we move through time and really understand ourselves. And that's what I found, understanding myself, not understanding limitations, but understanding how to Uh, Make sure that, you know, I was sharing with you, multiply our work through the fact that we do it not only ourselves, but do it through others. This is the way that um, we can uh, actually energize not only ourselves, but we can also multiply the energy that we have to do many things. And so, you know, I think it it comes full circle to what you were talking about is, is there are many times emotionally and there are many times that I will say, I was just talking to someone this morning about it. She said, well, you want to put just one more thing on your plate? And I was like, sure, let's just bring it on. (laughs) It is because I will figure out. I will always figure out a way to get it done. Okay, but what are you learning about yourself in the process of the realization that you are saying yes to a lot and not saying no as much as you would like? 
or think you should maybe? Actually, I've got better about saying no more. Yeah. And I and when I mentioned that too is because before I wasn't good at doing that. You know, mm. if it was about taking one more phone call to help advise someone, if it was about stretching my day um, into the weekends, um, whatever that was, is I would take those calls. I would take those meetings. Um, and it isn't about saying no now to individuals. It's more about saying, where do I need to focus my time? And mm. what will best magnitude the work that I can do to advance women, girls, and people of color? So it doesn't always have to be about um, how I'm working with individuals. It's more about how I'm working with groups of people. And it's more about getting the word and the messages out there. And so how do, as you said, as you've, you, you've pointed out to me, is how do you say yes more to having not only that quiet time, um, having that time where I can balance out and get that energy, that I can do the the parts of my life's work that's it's really critical at this point in time, but also it is about the saying no, and it's more about saying no to old habits, um, habits of really feeling like, you know, uh, it's fine, I can take one more call, I can meet with one more person. No, I really physically can't anymore. <laughs> I need that quiet time. So it does sound to me like the the act of really caring for yourself has become something that you're valuing more and willing to practice because you're finding the benefits of conserving your energy and applying your energy where it's most needed to be most important. Am I getting that right? Yes. I think the other thing too is, is that, you know, as the years go on, you know, when we're younger, we have endless energy. We really do, physically mm-hmm. do. And so, you know, doing the 24 hours, the 16 hours, or however many hours in your day it is that you find that you are at your limit, is it's doable. It's very possible. Well, you know, I'm on the other side of my life now. And and while my mind might think <laughs> I can physically do this, <laughs> my physical body says, you're tired. Mm-hmm. And so what I have to do is listen to those health cues, those, those cues that say, in order for me to physically stay healthy i've got to take care of my physical self as well as my mind can have all of these different projects all of these different ways that i want to keep running and keep doing but i really do have to take care of my physical self too so yes i'm in agreement with what what you're saying and what you're thinking is that other aspect of you know understanding your body knowing yourself um and also uh readjusting and making sure that I am open. I'm open to new ways, new ways of doing things, new ways of thinking, um, and new ways to make sure I'm taking care of my personal health. What's an example besides the willingness to say yes and no to certain things? Well, I think probably a good example for me, which recently in the past year is, is you know, we went through all that time during COVID where we physically were not around people. Um, And I was not eating healthy. And about a year ago, I said, you know what, I'm going to eat healthier. And I took sugar out of my diet. I took most, uh, much, mostly, you know, a a lower carb diet. I, I, I moved myself into and I have more energy. I feel better. Now, what I do know is, is that um, some of the sugar has entered back into my life, but it's only because I completely took sugar. 
<laughs> but I physically noticed that I did feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when I said try new things, as someone had said to me, why don't you try doing some of these things and see if they if that works for you? And it, and it does. So I think that, you know, that's one of the things that I've done physically when I think about you know, looking at how do I, how do I look at uh, making sure that my physical health is good. I, the other part of it is, is that, you know, I've I've always I've meditated over the many years, so this is not anything new to me. But I did find in the past several years, especially with all the change that's going on in our universe, is I found that I had to meditate even more. And so, you know, those are the kinds of things that you know when you start to see physically how that helps you. Um, but I've always found I find an inner peaceful place when I'm meditating. So, um, you know, I just consistently do the kinds of things that may, that I make sure that helps me to quiet my mind, to find my inner peaceful place, and then also to physically feel good. Because, you know, um, our diet does, and many times, um, make it not possible to feel good if you don't eat the right things. And I've eaten... Many things are not the right things enough to know. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about uh, the people you surround yourself with. These you talk definitely they're the people in you work with, but um, who else? Um, or and how do you make sure you are surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and don't drain your energy? Well, that is a thought-provoking question. You know, our time is really valuable. And so what I find in life is, is that it's important for me to surround myself with one, people who are caring, people who are giving, people who are positive. Um, And everybody goes through different phases in their lives, too. So we also have to be around people that, you know, they may be caring, giving and positive, but sometimes they may be in a different space in their life. So we need to be that kind of person in order to be supportive of them. But I've always seen that in individuals, that when you start from a base of some values that are shared values about how we treat others, how we care for others, and how we care for ourselves, um, that those are values that are continuous throughout, no matter what the changes are that happen in our lives. So it is about being there for people. Um, And so I surround myself with people who are kind, who are care, who are caring, who are giving. Uh, Also, I do think that there's, you know, you said besides business, but, you know, I find in life in general is, is that when people are intelligent, they have a sense of humor. When I talk about intelligence, you know, I mean that they have an interest in something. They may be an expert in a certain area, but they have interests. They have key interests in areas. And so it is about um, the, what I mentioned to you before, the lifelong learning. Mm-hmm. I find that I gravitate towards people who are open, just open to learning to, even if you are the expert in the room, is that you still want to know more about one more thing, something else, other people. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's really key for me. And then I think the final thing is, who do I surround myself with is, is, you know, um, my family is very important to me. And so, uh, you know, when there is, especially when there is time to travel to see my family, when there's time to be with family, you know, my family is there for me and I'm there for them. So, you know, it's about family and it's about people who are friends who are considered to be family. And so, you know, that's what I consider really important to surround myself with because, you know, at the end of the day, we all start at the same place and we all end at the same place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's how you feel the people around you mm-hmm. um, that makes the difference in life. 
Thank you so very much for everything you've shared. I have one last question for you, Uh, an invitation rather. It's an invitation to ask a question or leave a thought-provoking question for the wise women uh, in the virtual living room who are listening to this podcast. What would you ask her to consider about her health? I would say, Nadine, and especially because you said the wise women, I know you're going to have people from all walks of life and people from around the world that are going to be listening to your podcast. But I'm going to just, I'll speak to the wise women right now. And I would just say, you know, we need every wise woman that's out there to really step up, step forward, speak out, and make sure that each time they think about something that is really important in their lives, that they just open their mouths express with their voices how important it is to help another woman, girl, person of color out there to advance them. And the reason why I I really want all women leaders, wise leaders out there to do that is because what I know and what I've seen, not just through research, but what I've seen through life and the work that I've done with women is that when women lead, we all do better. Every person does better in our communities. Every person does better in our around the world. And every person benefits, benefits from that leadership. So I want women to step out and lead, use their voices, and make those voices heard. And I'm so glad to have the opportunity to do that, Nadine, through your podcast. Thank you so much. And I guess I will tack on to that. Then, ladies, what's stopping you from doing what Vivian has so eloquently asked. <laughs> Thank you, Vivian. Okay. Oh, you are very welcome. You're very welcome. I wish you and Health Raisers all the best. I'm really looking forward to doing the, the good work that you're doing um, to make sure that we can continue, right, to be healthy. Absolutely. And to do our good work together. So thank you, Nadine, so much for your for your time and your podcast that you're presenting to the world. Thank you. Wise women, stop using your body as a battlefield. Move from last place to first place in your life. Let's raise health together. Take the first step and visit npkhealthintegration.com for a free health questionnaire. Ready for more? Email me at npk at npkhealthintegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. And let's start a conversation. Thanks for listening and taking this time for yourself. See you next time.